0: Are you confused with all the time management and productivity advice floating around? I know I was, and all this information can and does cause inaction. This week, I will show you a way through the deluge of information. Hello and welcome to episode 286 of the Working With Podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self development, and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I'm your host for this show. When I began my journey into the digital time management and productivity world back in 2009, There was a lot of information on how to use the new technology emerging with smartphones. This evolution or maybe revolution in the world of productivity was exciting and blogs and podcasts were full of information on turning your digital devices into productivity powerhouses that promise to automate the work we were doing. The trouble is, back then as now, much of that information was contradictory. Common ones are things like don't check mail in the morning, silly advice, and micromanaging your calendar, more silly advice. The reality is, when it comes to productivity and managing your time, it's important to find a way that works for you. It's about knowing when you are at your most focused and when you are easily distracted. Trying to squeeze yourself into the way that other people work is not going to work for you and the way you work. So, with that said, let me hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Michael. Michael asks, Hi, Carl. Over the last year or so, I've become so overwhelmed with my work and life. I was given more responsibilities at work and at the same time, my wife gave birth to twin daughters that need a lot of attention. I began reading and watching content on getting better organized and being more productive and I've just become so confused. Everyone is giving different advice how would you build better habits and routines that would make you more productive? Thank you, Michael. Great question. In many ways, I am lucky because my journey into becoming better at managing time and being more productive began in the late 1980s, early 1990s. There were no blogs and podcasts and YouTube channels then all we had were books and the occasional article in magazines and newspapers. This meant while there were still contradictions, it also slowed us down and allowed us time to test ideas and concepts and give them enough time before attempting to try something else. And that is often the first big mistake people make, not giving a concept or idea long enough to work change is hard. Changing behaviour is even harder and takes a long time. You are not going to get a new concept working in 24 hours, a week, or even two or three months. You need to give anything new at least six months. You need to learn to use the system, develop the habits and muscle memory. And that means if you change an app, you put yourself under a moratorium for six months. You do not change it for six months. This has two benefits. It gives you time to really learn how to use the app and it causes you to hesitate before changing something. If you know that by changing your task manager, for example, means you are stuck with whatever you changed to for six months, you will question yourself about whether the time and energy cost is worth it. Now, watching and learning from others is actually a good idea, but it's not about copying their system and tools. It means seeing how they overcome similar problems to you. Not all people talking about productivity and time management have the same issues as you. I remember four or five years ago, I liked how Thomas Frank did his videos. But what he was teaching was how to manage time as a student. I was not a student. However, there were some ideas Thomas gave me about managing information that I did incorporate into my own file management system. I learned a lot of my time management concepts from people like Hiram Smith, Stephen Covey, Brian Tracy, Jim Rohn, David Allen, and Tony Robbins. These are the pioneers of modern-day time management and productivity, and you only need to look at the results they have achieved individually to see that their systems and methods work. A lot of what you see on YouTube, for example, are videos on how other people manage their work, And they make it look slick, efficient and beautiful. But that's not always a system. That's video editing. With the power of video editing, you can make anything look fantastic. It does not mean it works in the real world, though. I saw a comment on one of my videos recently that made me smile because the person who wrote it has got it. The quote comes from the movie Maverick and it's, It's not the plane. It's the pilot. And when it comes to apps, it's never the tool that causes the problem. It's how you use the tool that does most of the damage. A hammer will put a nail into a hole very easily. Used incorrectly though, the hammer can do a lot of damage. Although a good beating on the cylinder head with a hammer did solve the problem of my old Mitsubishi Colt I used to have. One of the earliest lessons I learned about time management and productivity was that the work won't get done if all I do is rearrange lists and organise my stuff. The only way work gets done is if I do the work. All you need to know when you begin the day is what needs to be done today. Not necessarily what you would like to do today, then just get on and do it. Now, there are different strategies for doing your work. For instance, you may be more focused in a morning. If that's so, you can take Brian Tracy's concept of beginning the day with the hardest, most difficult task, the eat the frog concept. But if you find yourself more focused in the afternoons, then you could schedule time in the afternoon for a couple of hours of focused work. Find the time you're at your best and do your best work then. Let's return to the heart of your question, Michael. How would I build better habits and routines to become more productive? Well, I would first read three books. David Allen's Getting Things Done, because that will give you insights into task management and collecting your commitments and deciding what needs to be done. I would read James Clear's Atomic Habits, because that will show you how to build habits that stick and also gives you some fascinating insights into your own psychology. And finally, I would read Brian Tracy's Eat the Frog, as that explains the importance of doing over everything else. Armed with the knowledge you will gain from just those three books, you can then set about building a system that works for the way you work. The objective is to get the right things done each week and to eliminate the unnecessary. Rushing to do everything is never the best strategy because what you think may need doing now often doesn't need doing at all if you leave it a couple of days. Things have a habit of sorting themselves out and a lot more than you think. Right now, with your twin daughters, I would say that family is your number one priority. The question then is how can you maximise your time with your family? As that involves your daughters and wife, you want to be working with them and making sure you are there when they need you. It may mean you have to be very strict about when you do your work and when you are not doing your work. One thing I would not reject out of hand is working later in the evening. I remember reading about Michael Dell of Dell Computers. Back in the 1990s, when he had a young family, he would ensure he was home by 6pm every day to be with his family. His kids were usually in bed by 9.30pm and once they were asleep, he would spend an hour dealing with his emails and other matters before ending the day. It's surprising how much work you can get done in the evening when things have settled down. I know I've done some of my best work later into the evening when everything is quiet. That was a trick I learned from Winston Churchill. He was a prolific writer as well as a politician, and he would retire to his study at 10pm every evening to work for two hours. It must have worked because over his lifetime, Churchill published over 40 books. And they were not small books. His book on the Duke of Marlborough, for example, was over a million words long. However, if you're a morning person, perhaps getting a couple of hours in before your kids wake up would work. Tim Cook of Apple begins his workday at 4am and and then goes to the gym at 6 This is why reading about successful people and how they manage their time will give you ideas and insights. Try them. Remember, you won't see results immediately. You are building habits and that takes time. Be patient. Much of what I do today is very different from what I did five years ago. For example, I didn't journal. I've added that to my repertoire in the last four years. It's a habit I love doing now and I'm still excited to start my day writing my journal. I learned about the importance of journaling by reading Ryan Holiday's books and on stoicism and Robin Sharma's 5am club. Ten years ago, I didn't plan my day the night before. Now it's a habit and I cannot go to bed without knowing what two things I must get done the next day. It took around six months to develop that habit. If I remember, I got that idea from reading about NLP. That's Neuro Linguistic Programming. That concept teaches you that you can get your subconscious brain to do a lot of the hard work while you are sleeping by using something called intention implementation. So what I do recommend is you read the three books above. Study successful people, how they manage their work. Charles Darwin is a great example of structuring your days. You can Google Charles Darwin's daily routine. His daily walks and time spent with his rock, his wife, had a huge impact on his output. From these resources, you can develop your own habits and structures that may need modifying over time But begin with what is important to you and build on that. Thank you, Michael, so much for your question. And thank you to you too for listening. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week.